Gaming is an adventure. You can delve into the deepest sea or soar above the highest mountain. You can become the hero, slay dragons, or rule entire civilizations. You can do this all alone or with the fellowship of the best companions. So what do you say? Are you ready to go on an adventure? This is the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. I'm your host, Manny G, and joining me tonight is the Vault Dweller who ventured a little too close to the nuclear fallout, gets mutated into a marsupial man. The bad part is he's got a tail, but the good part is that he doesn't have to wear pants. It's the high <laughs> jumper himself, Andy. That's right. That's right, Manny. So, is How it is it the tail? Is that why you don't have to wear pants anymore? <laughs> you know, cool, you're, I feel like you're baiting me, Manny, into saying something <laughs> that you're going to have to edit later. <laughs> hey, hey, we're we are uh, we are not alone tonight. I know, I know, I know, I'm dude. Excited. Hey, we are joined by the one who helped a man in distress, only to accidentally bump into him, resulting in him getting shot. It's the outlaw who can't catch a break, Ori. Oh, hello. Or What's up, howdy, buddy? partners. Howdy, well, golly. <laughs> how are you guys doing? Doing great, man. Awesome. How about dude. you? How how has your week in adventuring been? Um, it's been pretty awesome. But uh, you guys really had to pull some strings to get me away from the Xbox tonight. It was it was hard to stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. We're gonna talk about a little Red Dead. We got some fallout news too, but before we jump in, Andy, how's it going, buddy? How you been? Good, man. Good. I'm unfortunately not joining you on this Red Dead adventure, mainly because there's just too many games coming out and out, and so I have to really be selective. Uh, may, mostly because I have a wife and kids that I have to uh, justify these purchases. Yeah, to, I'm thinking I'm going <laughs> to just borrow it from Ori. When he's already sent me his Xbox or his PlayStation. Uh, so, you know, I figure I'll just be like, hey, Ori, pass it over. Hey, to you done with that Red Dead? Yeah. Hey, it's digital, so I'd have to send the whole Xbox. <laughs> but I, the Xbox. good news is I did find a donkey you could buy as a horse. <laughs> oh, you did? That's right, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was a donkey, but it was a tiny little horse. A little burrow, a mini horse. I hear they're fast, though, the real small ones. Is that true? No idea. I didn't want a really small horse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dudes, let's jump into some news real quick. Mm. Fallout 76, the beta is live. Well, for Xbox anyways, it's coming to PC and PlayStation really soon. I don't, I'm not too sure. Actually, I don't know what the date is. It's 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 soon enough. But there is uh there's there's something going on here because this is a super mm. ambitious project. For a studio who's pretty famous for making single-player RPG experiences, mm -hmm. but they're switching to an open-world multiplayer with some PvP. Dude, this is a huge risk for Bethesda, mm -hmm. and we are not really sure if this risk is paying off. Right. What have you guys heard about this beta so far? Well, um, I mean... Not great things. I think some of the more measured measured responses have been, I guess, hopeful, but certainly not <laughs> not very happy with what they've had. And then some of the more like critical uh, voices have been like straight up. Just I think uh, Skill Up said it yeah. was 
uh, like playing a, what did he describe it as? Like playing a $20 survival game that's still in beta or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. Or not even it's, in beta. If you take the Fallout name like away, you know, is that really what you get? Yeah. It yeah. sends me a lot because I've been super excited for this game and to hear everyone who has had a chance to play it just destroy it really yeah it's been kind of sad to hear like what i've seen looks kind of fun like it looks like what i'd want to play as a fallout game but i don't know it's Mm. it's rough without npcs and the weird pvp mechanics Mm. yeah it's it's kind of strange some of the common complaints servers are not stable which can be fixed it's beta the game graphics look very very dated so that that's that's not going to be fixed by this beta. That's mm-hmm. just a result of having a very old engine that you're really pushing to its limits. Mm-hmm. And like the UI, like the Pip-Boy, the whole interface is super clunky and really difficult to manage. And you're doing it in real time because there's no pausing of the game. So if you have to like look for a different weapon or, or find some something to, to help you in the middle of combat, it just, ugh, it just doesn't look good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a while since I've played, but... The the UI for the Pip Boy was never like amazing, but yeah. now having it to where it's not pausing the game, so you can't just thumb through everything until you find what you need is gonna be yeah rough in certain situations. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, and then it's it, I think yes, a lot of people have been mentioning that this is a beta, but I think that it's just for how close they are to release. I think people are really concerned uh, about the amount of just issues this game yeah. is having or apparently having yeah so. a lot of the issues aren't really bug related from what i'm seeing which is even mm-hmm. worse it's not like something they can iron out between mm-hmm. now and release it's mm-hmm. the game itself yeah yeah like there's people are saying there's no meaningful interactions with npcs which we know that's true there's no npcs that are like characters they're all mm-hmm. like terminals and notes and robots so you're getting all of your quests from these like things right mm-hmm. uh, from like dead bodies and stuff like you just missed them and so it's like it's just this really weird thing that they've created and a lot of the quests are like go here do this find this and do that and it's just like the system just isn't holding up and you know these are like quests that you would find like in an old mmo or something like that and there's nothing that is dynamic that kind of carries the action forward And at Mm -hmm. least in some of those old games, you have an NPC that you could engage with. So if like Uncle Charlie is like missing his wooden leg, at least you have his personality to play off of as you're going to go find some special screws that are manufactured. Okay, I have no idea what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you at least you can interact with Uncle Charlie or or be entertained by his story. But like everybody's dead. There's Mm -hmm. no there's no Uncle Charlie. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, it gives so, meaning to the task that you're doing, right? Versus just exactly. like, I don't know. But yeah, we'll see. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, yeah, because they're supposed to have dynamic events that you can do as in a group, mm-hmm. which is desperately what a game like this needs. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, look at Guild Wars 2. It is very much a game where all the action, most of it, I mean, it has a really solid storyline. Mm-hmm. But most of the action you do at Endgame is just outdoors with random players you find. And I kind of hoped that we would see this in Fallout 76, right? Like you're out there with other people doing live events. 
and all the players get together to defeat this thing with it being PvP just in the open world too. You don't know if they're coming to help you or just wait for the enemy to weaken you and then take you out. Yeah. Well, Ori, if I see you coming, I know what you're coming for. Okay. I'm coming to help. <laughs> You've made that very clear to me. No, I'm the mysterious stranger. I'm just going to help people buddy. until I have a nuclear code, and then it's done. <laughs> and then, then you're going to blow me Friendship up. over. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy, you got an extra nuclear code there? I'm missing a B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So What else we got, Manny? Man, I, I'm just, uh, I'm sad in my heart for Fallout 76. I was really hoping for yeah. that experience, but we'll see. That's right. We'll see. All right. Next. Hmm. Monster Hunter movie. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 I have what? to go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one definitely hurt Ori's feelings, and I think that's the issue, right? So I guess Capcom is, uh, you know, they're developing, or I guess not Capcom, but, uh, you know, Hollywood is making a Monster Hunter movie. Um, and uh, some of the first... Uh, images from the set are are coming out and uh, fans of the franchise are uh, very concerned because I guess what set off the whole fiasco is uh, one of the male actors, I forget his name, posted an image of him in costume on the set of Monster Hunter, but he's got like full on like special forces he's got a long rifle uh, ar or something and he's yeah. got all the like modern gear on him and so you know like mm-hmm. ori i guess you know Wait. ori what do you think of that being a long time monster hunter fan well you know a lot of people don't know but once you get to the end of the game there's secret weapons and they're obviously assault no it's awful why, <laughs> why are there assault rifles in monster hunter movie <laughs> that's right oh, i'm goodness. so sad at that so I think a lot of fans are just really concerned that it goes completely against, you know, the essence of Monster Hunter, which is, you know, you go out, you find, uh, what was it, Manny? I think you had a really good uh, take on it when it came out. You you find a monster, make make uh, a weapon to find bigger monsters, to make better weapons, to find bigger monsters, and yeah, so on. Yeah, yeah. Right? And you um, wear the monsters. You're yes. Not wearing yes. some sleek. You make a fancy. Whatever he's wearing fancy hat out of yeah what what uh what monster did you craft that outfit from sir see that he kind of looks like rathalos like in the, <laughs> you kind of squint your eyes <laughs> That's a little true. bit but oh my goodness dude now it's a puke uh, puke right there man right yeah <laughs> he's got his puke puke gun but mila jovovich who is i guess the the female protagonist in the movie she did also post an image of her character which is uh, at least it's a close-up image, but we can see that she does have her, um, oh, God, what's it called, Ori? Slinger. The slinger, yes. She does have a slinger on her okay. arm, which is more traditional to the Monster Hunter f- franchise. So, uh, And she said she would follow that up with some other images of some of the weapons that they've been kind of putting together for the movie. Hopefully, you know, putting some of the, um, you know, some of the concerns uh, appeasing some of the folks out there that are concerned about uh, what they've seen so far. So we'll see. I guess we'll see. We'll Listen, see. If it's got Mila Jovovich in it, I'm I'm game. Yeah, it's oh, still boy. gonna be worth the watch. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. No, that I'm definitely true. canceling my pre order on that one, dude. No way. <laughs> Not gonna see it. <laughs> All right, next up. Uh, nice. This a Battlefield dev, Mr. Uh, Florian, who is actually a designer for gameplay at Dice, he gets banned from Black Ops Four. 
mysteriously, and mm. nobody really knows why. I guess the uh, the speculation is that he's just too good, Manny. Too many headshots. Hey, you watch that video. I'd agree. He is. Uh, if, if you don't follow Dice, they kind of rotate some of their developers to take over their Twitter account for a while to answer questions about their upcoming Battlefield Five game. And Florian had the accounts, and he noticed that he had been banned from Blackout, and he's like, "Could you please not Treyarch?" And. Uh, he, he just gets banned, and we don't know why or what happened. So he puts together a montage of his uh, gameplay, and he's uh, he's landing some shots, but he wanted to offer some evidence that he's done nothing wrong here, and we've got a happy mm-hmm. ending. He is mm-hmm. now unbanned. Yes, so, so he can continue to stomp, stomp uh, scrubs like me in, battle, in uh, Battlefield in Black Ops, which yes. is a great game, by the way. I'm so, I'm so sad that I missed last week's episode because... I've been having a ton of fun in that game, but anyway, so we've already I. discussed that. <laughs> so much bad news. Fallout, not doing well. Monster Hunter with guns, I don't know what's happening. And then me not having Black Ops. It's just all around bad so <laughs> far, man. Oh, uh, uh, I just read a little while ago, and I don't have a source because I can't remember, but apparently Black Ops on all platforms is now on 60 hertz servers. So in beta, there was on 60 hertz and then they lowered it down to 20 for stability mm. reasons and they mm. didn't tell anybody so people were yeah. freaking out they kind of said hey we're doing this to make sure the servers are stable that is the most important thing we want people to play the game mm-hmm. so as of today which is the 27th of october they are back up to 60 mm. hertz apparently okay. so that's good nice. that's great yeah i could stop dying awesome. to uh connection interrupted thanks a lot thank you yes that is well hey that's one less excuse now so it's you know yes right so (laughs) i'm gonna totally keep using it too oh connection interrupted again stupid game (laughs) sorry guys hey there's one more piece of battlefield news real quick Mm -hmm. it's it's Mm -hmm. not in the notes or anything but they have uh announced that i think in march they're uh Battle Royale mode is being delayed until then. Not necessarily delayed. We knew it would most likely be after launch, but that seems like pretty far away. Way after launch. Yeah. I was was going to send a speak pipe to our dear friends at uh, Sufficiently Afflicted, the Mm -hmm. Battlefield podcast show, which is an excellent show. Please check them out. Mm -hmm. Um, But I forgot, and I didn't have enough time to get it done, so I'm sorry, my boys. Hopefully they'll listen to this before they but, record. Yeah, what I was gonna, well, hey, what I was gonna say was I was just gonna speculate why is this mm-hmm. right? Do you think they looked at the success of Black Ops and they're like, we got to go back to the drawing board? They have uh, Call of Duty just set a standard, and our current iteration mm-hmm. doesn't hit the mark. Now this is all speculation, right. obviously. Yeah, that I think Black Ops challenges everybody, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I was just say, obviously, the de- at least one of the devs is in there, like, tearing it up. So he probably came back and said, okay, guys, what we have, not going to work. We need to do, <laughs> we need to do some stuff here. Uh, yeah. yeah, who knows, man? I, look, I'm all for delaying a, a mode or a game or whatever until you get it yeah. right. I mean, look at, look at, we just talked about Fallout, sure. right? And, and all the issues yeah. that they're having. And, um, but, man, March. That is a long time. That's almost like it feels like you're just starting all over again, you know? Like, yeah. So I don't know. 
We'll see. Hopefully, if it hey, look, if it's any anywhere near as good uh, and as fun as what Black Ops has done, you know, be, I'm not um, historically like a huge. I mean, we tried Fortnite, Manny, and we played all of one game and then just gave up on it. But uh, Blackout oh, has yeah. been so much fun, especially with Blackout's great with all my friends, man. It's uh, you know, and you guys are doing great at that game, man. I, I, I'm just happy to be along for the ride, you know. But uh, yeah, dude, it, if they can continue to make improvements on that mode, I think yeah. the sky's the limit, dude. So yeah, I got to play a little a couple weeks ago when yeah. mm-hmm. I had some people over, and that blackout mode is a blast to play. Oh, that's right. You just you just had your Midwest meetup, didn't you, bud? Yeah, that was two weeks ago today, actually. Did you have a good time? Oh, yeah, it was a blast. Everyone had a good time. and all the repairs done? Oh, man, they everyone's so nice whenever they come. They help me pick up after the day day after the big event, so it's usually no hard work for me. Did you get Arrow Knight to vacuum for you? (laughs) No, I didn't get that. Next time. Then again, I have hardwood, so it kind of would have been weird. So, dude, okay, Battlefield, I hope uh, when the mode does come hmm. that it's a killer. Yes. Because Black Ops, that's a lot to uh, to yeah, look up man. to right there. Mm-hmm. I think it also, has to yeah. be after the time. Like, if it's not, that's a huge step back for them, especially waiting, what, five months? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or four, I don't know. Something close to that. All righty, friends. All Let's right. talk about <laughs> get out your six shooters, boys. We're going to talk about Red Dead Redemption 2. I wish I could do like the song. They have some really great music in that game. Uh-huh. Well, even even just that uh, Rockstar logo scene at the beginning. I love it. The shotgun shells falling down, then shooting oh, the screen yeah. for the Rockstar logo. Amazing. Excellent. Uh-huh. Very good. So, yeah, we're going to talk about Red Dead Redemption 2 for the rest of the show. And... This, this game, oh boy, mm-hmm. this is a big game. Yeah. It is being rated extremely high, mm-hmm. and we can go on and on about all of the different uh, uh, 10 out of 10s that this game is receiving right now from all over the place. People are raving about it, saying that this game is like no other. It is unparalleled. It is the new champion, the game of the year. People are talking about how this totally kills Breath of the Wild. Wait, that was last year, wasn't it? Um, what yeah. I meant to say was God of War. And um, as far as Game of the Year goes, hmm. it's too early to talk about that. Come on, guys. Hmm. <laughs> but it's only November, almost. It's only November. Yeah, but while, what, I, what I mean is the it just came out, mm-hmm. right? You mm-hmm. have to play a game. Yes, you're all hyped and excited. Mm-hmm. But you got to let that calm down so you can actually see it for what it is, right? Well, in... So I'm going to jump in in the front here because you and Ori are really the only ones that of the three of us, the ones that have played, actually played the game. But what I can say and the only thing I have to, to compare to or to draw experience from is GTA V, which was at the time considered to be a monumental achievement in gaming, not so much because of the graphics or even the gameplay sure. and all that stuff, but the world that they crafted. So I think... Yeah. I mean, we always, especially if you played uh, any of their games, I mean, even going back to, I guess, what was it, um, GTA 3? That was the first time they made the, the 3D sort of open world format, right? Yes. Um, 
they've always crafted these amazing worlds, right? That that exist despite you being in it, right? Like all the things around you happen with you having nothing to do. You don't trigger those things happening. You can just sit there and watch sort of the world happen in front of you. And it makes sense to a degree. Um, so my expectation, you know, I haven't even played the game, but I knew that, you know what? They've had that much more time. They hadn't released another game since GTA V. And so for them to just perfect that formula, that technology, you know, that they obviously do very well. And hearing Ori tell us some of the stories that he's seen, that he's just experienced, I'm like, D- it makes total sense. And it's a, it sounds amazing to me that those things can happen in the game. You know, it's just like something that we've just kind of dreamt of, you know, that, that yes. we didn't think could actually happen. So that's such a cool thing to, to hear. Like, to your point, there's real quick, after you beat the first section, you kind of get thrown into the more open world part of it. And uh, there's this house I went by and it was just a foundation of a house. And there's a father and two sons building the house. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like the dad's yelling at the two kids because they're dumb and doing stupid things. And then I went and did other things. And I came back by like three days later in, in game. And they were, they had all the frame, like the walls framed up and added. I actually meant to go by that place again today and see if the house was like further progressing. But just something as small as that, like it didn't have any sort of story element. You weren't. They weren't giving you a quest, but just as part of the world, this house is being built. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. And that was like one of the first things I found somehow. I think it was just because it was on my way to one of the first things you have to do. I was like, that is insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have really succeeded at creating a living world. Mm -hmm. And that is a part of the magic of games like this. And that is the expertise that Rockstar brings. And the game, it looks very good looks fantastic the the chapter one you first start off in this uh snowy area and and just quickly as a disclaimer we are obviously not going to spoil any kind of major uh story beats or anything like that we're gonna mostly talk about chapter one chapter two chapter one is kind of like an introduction to the game it actually lasts for a few hours too um, but we'll talk about some of the adventures there and a couple things that you experienced in chapter two, but we're not going to go further than that. And obviously if you want to be completely 100% blind, then adios, my friend, thanks for joining us. Peace out. Uh, but we're not going to really spoil anything, uh, t- too big, just a couple anecdotes and different stories and what some of these early, early missions are about. So with that being said, the game, it looks incredible. And people are saying that this is a, a, a magnificent work of, of just pure expertise, unparalleled, uh, amazing visuals. I heard uh, IG, one of the guys that was at IGN, maybe it was a game informer. They're talking about how uh, one guy was like, uh, you have a video game. It looks worse than this. Like, well, which, which video game? Every single video game looks worse <laughs> than this. He's like, this is the best looking game that has ever been created. Yeah. Um, that that is uh that is some super high praise i'm not gonna say if it's right or wrong but it it definitely looks fantastic Mm -hmm. yeah the scenery is just incredible especially i don't know if you've played with it much but they have that theatric mode yes the cinematic mode yeah the cinematic mode and pretty much there's a couple missions where you got to follow a person on a horse so you're not really doing a whole lot i always turn that on because it like you see the world and see your people moving through it. it's just beautiful no matter where you are 
How's yeah. the music? How's the music in the game? I enjoy all of it except for I did this upgrade at the camp, and this this guy always plays the same song at the camp. I just wish there was a little bit more music variety. Like he had some different taste, but other than that. And it's probably because I've been spending too much time at the camp lately, but that song is embedded <laughs> in my head. Now, does, does the music sound, I guess, is it like, because I'm imagining like when you put it in theater mode, like a traditional sort of spaghetti western, like big sort of orchestral sort of music, right? The I think know. it's vast. I think there's a lot of music and a lot of variety in the game, mm-hmm. but a lot of it is contextual. So depending on the context of where your character is, you're going to hear different things. Okay. Okay. Well, cool. Uh, So Ori, let me ask you, what were you expecting from Red Dead and did it like meet your expectations? Oh, well, I, I loved Red Dead. I love Westerns, like the first Red Dead Redemption. And I don't know. I just wanted to go in here and be a cowboy, be an outlaw. And yeah, it's done that. And it's actually exceeded my expectations like I always especially single player games I'm always that I'm hyped for I'm always worried that something's gonna go wrong and I'm not gonna like it yeah but this game like I was I was saying before we actually started recording in chapter two I've just been I don't know if I've done many story missions since I got to chapter two I've just been riding around being a cowboy it's been a blast <laughs> yeah as for me I I did have some pretty high expectations because of the hype, you know, and we learned so many things for like over the last few weeks, we used a lot of a uh, show time to kind of talk about all the different features and stuff. So I had these high hopes. And as soon as I started playing, I was immediately thrown off because of the controls. Uh, hmm. I, I tried to play Red Dead one, the original and the, the whole control scheme, the way it moved. I just, I didn't like it. But this one did something different. Like I am kind of prone to motion sickness. And mm-hmm. whenever you would move, and this is also in first person as well, but you would move your character. And after you finish your movement, the camera kind of pans a little bit more than what you asked it to do. Mm-hmm. And that was making me feel so sick. Like I, I had to stop playing for a minute. And then uh, like last night I had to take some, uh, I took some like a uh, drama main mm-hmm. first before I even started. Um, there are some settings where you could kind of adjust, um, the camera speed and things like that. So that did help, but it was really messing me up. So I was actually in, in the, the beginning was kind of a slow start too. And, and you'll get that in chapter one, but, um, just, just all of that. I was like, no way, dude, I do not want to have to return this game. Um, but (laughs) (laughs) I kind of, I settled in and I started feeling okay. And, um, and I, I am pleased so far. I am pleased with what this game is doing to me. So let's talk about uh, let's talk about some of the stuff you experience in chapter one. Hmm. You start out as uh, you know the the game takes place. The year is eighteen ninety nine. You are in this gang that is led by um, uh, what's Dutch Dutch Vanderlei, right? And yeah. you're playing a character who has been a part of the gang since you're like what ten years old or something like that. Um, you were taken in by then and you are, you are running from the law. Basically society is setting up everywhere. The wild West is dying and going away and the way of the outlaw is coming to an end. So your first mission is you're trying to find shelter in this awful storm that it's so difficult to survive in. And the, the, the game kind of, uh, 
it grabs hold of you and it makes you kind of realize the severity of the situation because it's like you can't see very far that just there's snow everywhere and you're just trying to survive so right away you're you're kind of thrown into this world where it's like this is a serious setting mm -hmm. right this is this is life and death here and you have one of your gang members barely holding on to life that's needing to find the shelter like that's what you're looking like you're looking for the shelter for everyone but you're trying to find shelter now to make sure he lives and they're talking while you're going to try to find the shelter of all the people who's missing still that haven't returned back or died and what in the accident what they're running from yeah like it really just right off the bat sets the tone it does so it, it's a really interesting start and i appreciate what rockstar's trying to do because they are telling you a story and it almost feels like you're just playing a character in a movie at least in the first chapter you are you are listening you're watching you're seeing what is rockstar telling me here and then uh you end up you end up going through some different adventures like one of them, uh, once you get settled in and everything, you you need food, so you go on a hunt and you go looking for deer, right? So uh, how how was that hunting deer story for you, Ori? Oh man, I don't even know if I remember the deer hunt because I remember, I just remember going straight to that other house. Oh, did you? Okay. Like yeah, I'm, well, it's been I've been playing this game a ton, so <laughs> my my uh my memories of chapter one are still a little foggy. I know the main points. Yeah. But, oh, that's when you get the bow, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You get handed the bow and you learn the, the eagle eye trait. Yeah. That one, I actually really enjoy, I really enjoy hunting in this game, how they did it with the tracking and being able to set the trail. And if you're too loud, they'll run away. And also, um, whenever you're in that eagle eye, you can also see which way the wind's blowing. So you can see yeah. which way your scent's traveling. Mm-hmm. Which mm -hmm. in that one, it kind of sets you up where the wind's blowing in your face. So the your tr sense going behind you, but like later on, you really have to be paying attention. Like, oh, my sense blowing the way I'm stalking this, whatever animal you're hunting. Yeah. So you have to be wary of that. Dude, when I, uh, when I did that mission, my first, uh, we're, we're out to kill two deers, right? Cause we've got two horses and that's as much as we can carry. And my first shot with a bow just was perfect killed the deer and then my second deer i went to go get i i just wounded him mm. so the deer's kind of like limping around and then falls to the ground and he's making these noises like he's suffering and i'm like oh my gosh dude i totally screwed up so i run up to him and the guy i'm with he's like you know you got to put him out of his misery so i pull out my knife and then i i actually have to approach the deer and kill him with my knife i just oh, you man. know you gotta slit his throat and i'm like oh my gosh dude this is this is ridiculous. This is really fun um, because it is, you know, it's, that's what you have to do, you know? And um, it was like a mercy killing, right? You got to end the deer's suffering, you know, because you, you want to, you want, you have to kill the deer cause you need to eat them, but you don't want to make them suffer. Right. So you got to be good with your bow. I didn't even realize I use that little call. You can, I think it's why you can hit Y and it'll call them and they'll pop their head up real quick. Oh, I used that and got a clean shot on the second one. So I didn't even know that happened. If you <laughs> did get a clean shot on him, that's horrifying. Yeah, mm. I, it was pretty crazy. And I know that's something that carries throughout the whole game that mm. anytime you go hunting, if you're just a sloppy hunter, you're going you're gonna to have to clean up your work. Well, if the zombie apocalypse ever happens, I know who I'm not bringing with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, um, a part of chapter one is you uh, you get to rob a train, Ooh. which was pretty interesting. 
Yeah, that was, I don't know, whenever you think Western, you always think of these uh, train robberies. And that was a blast, especially, I don't want to give too much away, but the initial plan doesn't doesn't go quite as planned. So you have to improvise. And that part was super fun. Yeah, it was it was pretty interesting. And obviously, if you're going to rob a train, you got to get on that train. You got to stop it. Right. Mm-hmm. So the first time I get on there and I am, you know, I'm using my, my dead eye because uh, earlier mission teaches you how to do the dead eye where you kind of slow time, pick your shots. And so we're kind of moving our way up to the engine, right? Cause we've got to stop the train. And I am like, I remember hearing somebody talking about, you know, you want to loot everything cause it all adds up. So I'm including and the guy that's with me, the NPC, the other gang member, he's like, come on, man, we gotta go. We gotta go. And I'm just looting bodies, looking through drawers and stuff. And then all of a sudden I get the screen that says mission failed. And it shows a picture of the guy I'm with getting shot and killed. And I'm like, oh no, I just I'm failed glad I'm not the only one that happened to. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like. Because he said they're looting bodies and he yeah. gets shot. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, had to, uh, I had to start the mission over. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to go with my partner. But it's it's real fun and it is it was a, a really engaging story and i think you know the more i'm playing the more this whole world is growing on me yeah i think the train robbery mission was really good did i know you said you didn't play much of the red dead redemption one but yes. andy did you happen to play that game red dead redemption uh the first one i did not that was during my uh gaming hiatus when my babies were babies um, so I didn't get a chance to play it, but, uh, I know my coworker, Troy, he, uh, he's a huge fan. And in fact, he mentioned that, uh, he, I think we have it at the station actually, uh, for 360. So I might, I might have to pick that up and give it a whirl. If, uh, if you don't want, this is kind of a minor spoiler cause it happens in chapter one, but you go on this rescue mission mm-hmm. for, um, one of your guys is stuck up on the mountain and you have to go rescue him. So if you don't want this little mini spoiler, probably should like mute this for the next 10 seconds. But the guy you save is John Marston, which is the protagonist of Red Dead Redemption. Oh. Yeah. And then he's part of your gang and you can talk to him throughout like he's at your camp and stuff. But it's really awesome. Yeah, that was an interesting rescue mission because um, that was the first time I died. Like I, you know, you kind of get approached by these wolves and I don't know what I was doing something wrong, but I couldn't get my gun out. So I'm like, is my gun stuck in the holster or something? Like I was like, I, I can't stop this wolf. And then I just get mauled and I died. Oh no. I got yeah. eaten by wolves. That's a hard way to go. Yeah. But, um, that, go ahead. That's how I, uh, I lost, I lost that mission too. And it wasn't even me that died. It was the guy we rescued got eaten by wolves and it was cause Whenever they first show the wolves, it's on a cut scene. Yeah, yeah. And so I had no idea where the wolves were once it put me back into ga- the game. Yeah. And so I'm like looking around like, where are these wolves? Where are these wolves? <laughs> the next thing I know, the <laughs> wolves are surrounding the guy who's like half beaten to death. And I'm oh. like, well, <laughs> he's <Rip>. dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should have just said uh, quest complete. <laughs> oh, <well. Yep. laughs> Alter time. So, so, okay. So chapter one, a lot of introductory stuff teaches you dead eye, teaches you, uh, your eagle eye tracking and stuff and you kind of get used to what the game is. And then chapter two kind of opens it up. You, you move somewhere else, you settle in a place, your whole gang's camp, 
that is a bit more uh, hospitable. It's not this horrible winter storm. And you do some some pretty cool stuff. You know, you get your tent all set up. You get a shave and a haircut. You get to change your clothes and, and do all these different things. So so that's, I think, when the game kind of opens up as far as the open world goes, right? So what have you been doing there, Ori? Anything and everything. I've robbed a few stagecoaches. There's, I know there's a way you can unlock the fence where you can t- turn in stolen stagecoaches and wagons and stuff. So yeah, I've been doing that, going on hunting expeditions because there's challenges in the game too, where it's not like an actual mission, but you can go into the menu and there's challenges. So I've been looking at those and trying to knock some of those out, whether it's getting three perfect kills on a deer or which I'm kind of bummed because I didn't get the challenge at the beginning. So I only have one. The first two didn't actually count towards that. But yeah, I've just been riding around. I've been doing missions as I come to them. Like I'm not going to pass up on one, but I haven't really felt a need yet to further the story because there's so much to do just in the world. I have a question, Ori. Yep. Shoot. Are you a, are you a stinky cowboy? Oh no. I, I make sure to be clean mainly because I got some really good looking clothes. Oh, <laughs> so, you I, thought know, you, you, I thought that if, was going somewhere way different. I was like, oh, I got a, a really good looking side piece. I'm trying nope, to talk to nope, just, just the clothes. <laughs> like I got some really cool clothes. Uh, and if nice. you're right up on someone and hit them with a shotgun, you get blood all over it. If you go through mud, you get mud all over it. So yeah, I've been making sure to stay clean just so nice. I can always look nice when I'm robbing people. Hey, dude. Yeah. I think what is really cool about this game is that it kind of lends itself to giving you like lots of different little stories and stuff. And if you check out the uh, Red Dead Redemption subreddit, it is absolutely filled with different like gifts and stuff of and little videos of different encounters and stuff that are just funny little unique stories that happen all the time, you know. And mm. like one thing that um like I was I'm trying to take care of my horse. Cause you build this bond with your horse. So, um, I read, or I heard somewhere that like when you're riding your horse every like 14, 15 seconds, you push, push down on your, uh, left thumbstick and you kind of pat your horse, kind of encourage them. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of ups your horse points or whatever. Your horse, your horse whisperer points. Yeah. So, so on the right hand side of the screen, it's a picture of a horse head with a little plus next to it. So it's like your plus horse. So I'm, so I'm trying to be careful to take good care of my horse. And I was doing some mission and I had to get down and, and I was trying to mount my horse again and I pushed the wrong button and I punched the horse in the face. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh no. And I'm like, I'm like all like nervous and stuff. So I just get back on him and, and try to like calm him down and stuff. And then uh, it happened like three or four times where I'm like punching my horse. (laughs) And then uh, I saw this uh, video on Reddit where some dude did the exact same thing and the horse like kicks him and like knocks him over. And like he hasn't done that to me yet. So I guess uh, I guess we're still cool. But you're still friends. Yeah. There's like so many ridiculous stories this uh, this game gives. I ran into this one little encounter, which I don't know if I just did it wrong, but there's a guy and he was i think he was putting a shoe on his horse and i don't know if maybe if you get closer and then talk to him if it's different but i talked to him from full distance that it would let me talk and 
<laughs> my guy's like, hey, partner, need any help? <laughs> his cork, his horse rears up and kicks him and kills him. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I feel kind of bad, but oh, I man. can loot you now. So. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Take the good with the bad, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody call some help. <laughs> As you're digging through this pockets. <laughs> what a nice watch. That's pretty awesome. That's or do you have any more stories? Any funny things uh, that happened to you? There's been a few. There's, I think my two favorite ones. Are, I was talking about this earlier, but there's a horse coming down a trail and I was in full gallop going the other way and I couldn't really move around him because it was pretty heavy trees on either side. So I couldn't move. Yeah. So I just T-boned this guy's horse. Oh. <laughs> this was like the funniest thing I've seen in a video game because it acted like a car accident. Like oh, my horse, oh, like no. my horse, like went end over end over his what? horse. His, his <laughs> horse went flying and he went flying off and I catapulted it off of my horse. Oh, it was the most insane thing I had seen. Like I figured my horse would fall down, like kind of already accepted that, but no, my horse did a full front flip and then <laughs> kind of rolled over a couple times. I felt bad. <laughs> was your horse Dude. okay after that? Yeah, he had he had some pretty big health damage, but he wasn't dead. I I don't, I haven't killed my horse yet. I actually just got him to the the max horse bond probably like an hour before we started recording. I finally got him all the way maxed out. There's all these like different things that could happen like at any time. And it, it's, I think the game is like unpredictable mm -hmm. as far as uh, like all the open world stuff goes. And I think that's what makes it so like, so special. Yeah. And the world, like you never, the world just feels alive. Like I was, <laughs> I punched this one guy on accident. I hit the wrong button. So I punched him. <laughs> um, didn't punch my horse. I haven't punched my horse yet, but did punch this guy by accident. And then he was all like, oh, I'm going to go tell the sheriff, you know? Yeah. So I like, tackled him and no you can witnesses. threaten people you can threaten people and they won't go tell the law <laughs> so i was doing that and then someone else came by and saw me doing that and so he went running towards the sheriff so i tried to get catch up to him after i finished with the first guy <laughs> <laughs> well i'm chasing him and i didn't really realize where he was like wasn't paying a, too much attention to my surroundings just yeah. gotta stop this guy i get him and the sheriff's off or the sheriff's door in this town has like saloon style doors. So they just swing open. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I tackled him through the sheriff's door <laughs> right in front of the sheriff with like three lawmen. I'm like, Oh crap. Cause immediately it was like wanted. I was like, oops, <laughs> had to make a quick getaway. Oh, nice. Man. So yeah, I think red dead is, has been a pretty good game and th there has been some people, there's a few people that I follow on Twitter that just, it's just like, this isn't my game. I don't like the pace. I don't like the combat. There's so many things about it that I just don't get that it's just not grabbing my attention. And, you know, there's a, there's been a few people that I really like and respect. And, I, you know, I appreciate their point of view because this isn't a game for everybody. This is This is a pretty good game, but it is not the kind of game that I think that everybody needs to run out and buy and play right away. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a good game. There's a lot of fun to be had and I'm pretty sure I'm going to be playing it for a while. You know, when you stack it up to something like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you know, Odyssey, you can tell this is not, it's, it wasn't a game that was in development for eight years. It was a game in development for three, uh, Red Dead eight years, right? So there's a, a level of polish that you get and a level of, uh, of just, um, 
like the open world. There's there's a certain level that Red Dead is at that is really difficult to attain, and no one else has gotten there yet. But mm-hmm. the action in Odyssey, the combat, and the open world, and everything is so good and so appealing. It's it's a much faster pace. So you know, I would I would recommend that game for somebody that wants that action, that wants that pace. Uh, I would recommend that over this game. But it's it doesn't that doesn't mean that Red Dead is not a good, awesome game that I think most people would enjoy. I think it really is. Especially games like this, I feel some people get caught up in the hype, and so they're like, "Oh, everyone's loving this game. It's mm-hmm. amazing." I have to go get it, even if it's a game they wouldn't normally buy. Exactly. And I mean, I get it. Like this game is definitely not for everyone, but I think if you know who you are as a gamer, you're going to know whether or not before you even buy the game, if this is the kind of game you're going to like or not. I think there's also like, there are certain things just in, in entertainment, right? That, that you have to experience regardless of the type of gamer you are. And I think that, and I'm again. I'm basing this off of you know their previous game, uh, Rockstar. They they the level of detail and just the what they're technologically what they're able to pull off in their games. Even if you're not into that kind of game, it's one of those things that you really because there are elements of of other games that are in there. You know, kind of interlaced and woven into the just the gameplay. The the you know, driving the story forward and all that stuff. There's driving, there's shooting, there's, you know, in this case, you know, there's horses, there's, you know, but there's so many different elements. There's, there's stealth. There's, they throw so much into their games um, mm-hmm. that, it, you know, you just don't deny yourself that experience. You know, I'm, I'm not saying you're going to finish the game, but uh, it's certainly one of those things that even if you wait a while for it to go on sale or grab it from the garbage, uh, garbage, <laughs> The bargain from the garbage bin. The garbage bin. <laughs> the bargain bin. At some point, yeah. You know, you should absolutely do that. Yeah, it's a it's a great game. I think it's worth giving a shot to, but definitely do not have a fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. Don't fall into that. If uh, if it's just not a game within your budget right now or whatever, it's okay to wait. It'll be twenty That's bucks at saying. some point, and yeah. it's not one yeah. of those games like uh, like some of the other. Uh, you know, games that we've played, maybe games as a service, quote unquote, or even something like uh, Black Ops, right? Where you, you're like, oh, I'm behind. My friends are all like, you know, Manny, you're like level 40, whatever operator now. And I don't have any of the guns or, you know, you you almost feel like you have to keep up. But these games are, are they're single player experiences, you know, the multiplayer will come out. But, you know, even if you skip the multiplayer entirely i skipped uh, gta's multiplayer and i don't feel like i missed anything so um you can absolutely um hold off and just buy it uh you know uh black friday or or just later on down the road when it when it finally does go on sale yeah i'm loving all the it seems like the last two years i don't know if it's maybe i'm just noticing them again but the single player story games have really come back into the front of gaming and what gaming can do because mm-hmm. with this god of war um breath of the wild i mean that hits all three consoles right there mm-hmm. and it's just so fun to be able to experience something and you know like in a game an open world game like um red dead redemption 2 your experience is going to be completely different from everybody else's like that story about tackling somebody into the sheriff's office 
sure not everyone's going to do that. Probably they're smarter than me and are just going to run away. But your experience is going to be different. And this game does a good job of what you do in the game actually has an effect on the world around you and what's happening in the game. So not only are the things you do going to be different, but because you did different things, the whole world's going to be different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's super sweet game. Having a good time. Uh, but that's it, guys. That's the show. Nice. Cool. Sweet. So, hey, Ori, if anybody wants to come talk to you about uh, really short horses, where can they find you? SC Oreo 70 on pretty much anything Steam, Twitter, Xbox. I think that's, I've pretty much secured it everywhere. So, very nice. Andy, how about you, buddy? Oh, you know where I'm at, Manny. I live in the Twitter sphere. And on Discord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not a Twitter champion. I just, you know, uh, Manny taught me how you to just play uh, one use. On TV. Yeah, I just play one on TV. Uh, no, but Andyman228 on Twitter, uh, TX space Andyman on uh, Xbox Live. And then, of course, you know that I live in, I do live in Discord. So I'm always in there. Uh, yes. No way. Indeed. Yes. And if you want to become a part of the Gaming Adventure Club, Go over to gamingadventureclub.com slash discord and join the club. Join our discord. Come hang out. Lots of people playing lots of different games. Mm. We'd love to have yeah, you. Lots of different games. And thank you so much to everyone who supports us on patreon.com slash gamingadventureclub. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for everybody who's decided to go over to iTunes and leave us a review. Thank you. So for any other contact information, could just go over to our website, gamingadventureclub.com. Until next time, have an adventurous week. Take care of each other. Help me up on this tiny horse, Ori. Do it yourself. Come saddle back up, boys. Mm-hmm.